0: What the hell is the name of this thing? It's Wayne World. The award-winning Evan Grant.
1: I can't even count anymore on my fingers.
2: Kevin Sherrington. Kevin Sherrington, ground number one. Barry
0: Horn. Right.
2: He tried to get me in mid Hello, everybody, and welcome into another podcast of Ballsy. And today, we once again do not have Evan Grant. But well we have a substitute. We, we do. it's a substitute teacher, and and you know, in the in the great tradition of substitute teachers, we love this guy. Could be an upgrade. Could be a big upgrade. Jerry Fraley, say hello, Jerry. Hello,
3: <laughs> Jerry. Jerry, not enthusiastic about being here on ballsy. Yeah. Because cause he thought it was baldy, and he shaved his head. Oh, so uh, no. He, no,
2: he did not. He did not. But we also have with us today uh, one of our favorite guests, uh, and, and certainly a, a uh, one of the uh, the original sports writers in Texas, I believe, uh, Kirk Bowles.
3: He was at the Alamo. Yeah. It's
0: so good to be with you guys. Uh, was, I'm just tickled. I'm just tickled. <laughs> yes, Kirk, of course,
3: of course, is from the Austin uh, American, American States. Statesman. Yeah.
2: As he always calls it, the Austin American. Uh, it, it was just the American when you started there, wasn't it? The, the, that's when the papers uh, 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 merged at, at some point?
0: That's right. The statesman was the PM, and the uh, Austin American was the AM before we merged. Yes, that is true.
2: How about that? How about that? That's a little history lesson for you kids Little known fact. It is a little-known fact. All right, let's jump right into it, Kirk. We want to talk about uh, some comments made last week by the president at Oklahoma, not the president of Oklahoma. We don't want to make it sound like they're still uh, a territory. Uh, but uh, David Boren said last week he kind of had some demands, some things he laid out that he feels like that they should have to get done at the president and chancellor's meeting uh, February 4th through 5th. Uh, he, had, he had three things laid out there. Uh, number one was he uh, thought that uh, they need to expand two schools uh, to get up to the, the real name of the conference, the Big 12. Number two, he said that they should uh, indeed have uh, a conference title game, uh, and that's one of the things that they had gotten cleared by the NCAA. And number three, he said that they should fold Longhorn Network. the Longhorn Network into a Big 12 Network package, and good luck with that.
3: I think it's hey ter- hey hey. I they
0: think it's a, some toes there.
3: It's a terrific idea. Has anybody how many times can we watch the 2005 National Championship game? Uh, how many how many times can we watch Vince Young score that last touchdown? Not
0: enough, Barry. <laughs> <is. laughs> wow. So, so you, forget, you forget we're living in the past, Barry.
2: So so here was the question and this is the question I posed in my column uh, today in Tuesday's paper. You know what is what is David Bourne trying to do here? Is he really? Can we just take this at face value? Can we just say this is what he thinks is best for the conference and these are the things that should happen? As as you know, maybe naive as those 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 things are, do we think that this is a power grab by David Bourne in the vacuum created by Texas's problems, or do we think that uh, this he is just laying the groundwork for a, a potential move at some point of Oklahoma to the Big Ten to the SEC, someplace else? What, what do you Was, think?
0: That, was, was that 10 questions? Uh, three oh.
2: questions, three questions. Okay. I'm sorry you can not count that high.
0: Okay. I don't know if it's a power grab, but uh, definitely David Bourne is a loose cannon. But right now, he's the only cannon. Uh, you know, I kind of took Texas to task on Sunday for, for not speaking up, for not being the Texas that we all knew and loved or hated. But uh, so yeah, there has been a void there since uh, last Dodds and Bill Powers stepped down from Texas as AD and president. So, and I, I I don't know how many other presidents and or ADs or chancellors he's speaking for, but I think we can assume he's speaking for some. And it, but the the problem is it kind of lends credence to the old notion that uh, the Big 12 is not as much a power conference as the other Power Four conferences, and it kind of, you know, gives more credence to those who said, "Boy, it's such an unstable league." And I don't think that's a good good idea.
2: I I think that you no know, if we're going to compare them to the other conferences, I, I think it uh, that certainly the SEC is number one because of football, uh, and and that's really all that matters to the, to the networks and, and TV. Big,
3: uh, you got to you got to think of the Big Ten.
2: Oh yeah, well the, the Big Ten,
3: the, the, the Big the, the Big Ten footprint and and the amount of people who watch the big 10 and what they bring to tv it's it's enormous
2: right absolutely those are the two top dogs there's no question about that but i, I would certainly put uh, the big 12 on on par with the pac-12 and 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 ahead of the acc i'm not saying that's a great thing but jerry, i'm saying that jerry fairly shaking his head jerry jump in here
1: no i, I like i just soon have kevin barry himself <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow <laughs> Wow. So you don't you
2: don't think that they're on a par with the Pac twelve? Not even close. Not even close. Be- not Why
1: even close? Because T V markets. You got the two big California markets.
2: But that but here Seattle. Their problem markets. is that their network TV pack is they own and, yeah. and it's not doing so hot.
1: But they've still got the TV markets. But they have
3: distribution the problems. Right. But the yeah. problem—the problem yeah. here is Big Twelve has no has no. There is no no right. such thing as the Big Twelve network.
2: Right. Right. There is none. Not, not at this point, and, and and maybe never. Never without the University of Texas. Without the
3: well, and
0: and you know uh, the third tier rights, which is the reason Texas has the Longhorn network. The other schools have have jumped on board with that too. I think. Uh, Oklahoma makes about $7 million a year, I think, off of their third-tier rights. So, you know, nobody's approaching Texas' average of $15 million a year. But, I mean, does anybody really think Texas is going to give that up? Would it be better for the league? Yeah, absolutely it would be better for the league. But, you know, once you have $15 million, that's like, you know, I'm sure Kevin's neighbors make a couple more dollars than he, but he's no, not going over there. The Park
3: but.
2: neighbors. Yeah, they're sure. not. Would, <laughs> you're absolutely – you know, that, that's the thing. I, I hate to sound like I'm defending Texas on this, but there's not a school in the country that wouldn't have taken this deal of ESPN and come to them and
0: said this. That's true. Uh, you I, know, I, would, I would be on board with that. Yes. Not, not, not only the
2: $15 million a year that they're getting, but the $26 million, apparently a year that ESPN is spending to develop the properties there but, right but
3: th- what are they developing they're not de- the development is is not happening it's well, it's, it's not have, it, you the, but, have you ever watched have yes, you ever watched this
2: i i'm sure i a couple of times just very you, little of it you like women's volleyball yeah right that that's the thing too of course that texas talks about is they're getting a great benefit out of that you but know nobody's watching all the it. olympic sports are are crazy about it because it allows them to recruit nationally now that's what the, that's what that's, the, all those coaches say anyway
0: absolutely it's for the volleyball parents in uh, california and the rowing parents in maine or wherever you know they get to watch their uh junior you know compete at texas so no question it's a recruiting aid now you know i mean they've, they've gotten on to a lot more uh cable providers and that sort of thing but i don't know how many people watch i mean i usually watch uh you know, baseball and uh, an occasional basketball game if I don't want to fight the crowd.
3: Do you know why you don't know how many people watch? Because they don't it, – it's up to the network to pay to get rated. They don't pay to get rated. They don't want to know how many people are watching because it's not a lot of people.
2: But my, my, my old pal Bruce Selkreg, who uh, I think Kirk knows Bruce. Uh, right. I grew up with Bruce. He. Uh, I guess he's working for the San Antonio Express News now. I've seen a couple of his. He he wrote something uh, right before Christmas in which media analysts project that the Longhorn Network will actually make money this year. It'll actually be profitable in 2016 for the first time.
0: And they said they're not about to give it up either. Right. ESPN is so. They're not. They're, they're not
2: going to give it. You know, ESPN is not going to give it up because they're in right. it for the long term. Uh, right. and, and so you know, they, they've attached themselves to Texas because obviously. They believe, I think, that at some point tech, there will be no Big 12, or there won't be a Big 12 as we know it now, and Texas will be loose. Texas will be— Well,
3: nobody's going to take— Texas cannot go to the Big Ten and have their own network, I don't think. They can't no. go They can't go to the ACC and have their own network. So so push is going to come to shove here.
0: Uh, yeah, and I just—I don't know how much of that's a sticking point as far as expansion goes, because I think David Boren— you know, would like to expand no matter what. I don't know if these are all equal priorities in, in his mind, but I think cha- expansion to 12 teams is probably number one on, on David Bourne's list. And there's not obvious uh, markets out there and obvious schools that you want to pick up or they would have done it already.
2: I think there are two obvious, and I, and I wrote about that today. My two obvious ones are Florida State and Clemson.
0: I read that, and we got the grant of rights that would end up in court for ever and ever. So I don't know how you solve those problems, where where schools like those two would give up their TV money uh, from the ACC. I don't know. I mean, I would too. That's where I would go too. I wrote once that go get Arizona, Arizona State if you want to if you want to go west, you know. But yeah. That's what you have to do, though,
2: right? Those are the kinds of teams you have to go for.
3: You have to think big.
2: Yes. But, I mean, do you
0: think that's a possibility? I mean – I
2: don't know know if it is a possibility, but here's the thing. It's either you go big or you go none, I think. You know, either you go for schools that have that kind of fan base and and that kind of uh, history and track record, or you you don't go. I mean, I would have – listen, if they had taken – I'm a little bit like David Bourne – if they had taken Louisville – uh, I wouldn't have had a problem with that. Certainly would have been more in favor of Louisville than West Virginia. Uh yeah. Yeah. And, and that's that because that's a school. First of all, it's a little bit closer to you, and it and it has some uh, some success. Uh, you know, kind of across the board, at least in basketball and football, the two sports you care about. And they
3: had success when they had a football coach named Charlie Strong, too. <laughs>
2: yes, yes, they did. That was the last yeah. time he had any success.
0: He's still there.
2: And <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Sex. But
0: so, you know, it's funny. there. There are a lot of hidden obstacles in there. for, say you expand, okay, if you had two schools, whether they were BYU or Connecticut or South Florida or Houston, you know, you're almost definitely going to play the championship game because you're not going to play everybody else. So then you get back to, is that smart? Because if Oklahoma had to turn around and play Oklahoma State, whether well, they've gotten knocked off or not. And I think it happened, I believe it was only four times in 15 years in the Big 12 when they were uh, a 12-school conference that it would have happened. So... That lifts eleven times when it wouldn't hurt, and you make your money off of that. So, and and if you even applied to the last two years, guys, it would clearly have helped the Baylor TCU tiebreaker, you know, two years ago. And maybe it would have hurt Oklahoma if they would have lost Oklahoma State in a rematch. I don't think it would have. So, you think a championship game would have been two and zero as a prudent move the last two years? And as Bob Bowlesby told us. You might make twenty-five to thirty-five million a year, which is up to three and a half million per school, and nobody turns that down. That kind of money.
1: Well, you know, I,
2: I've had the the problem all along. Our old buddy Evan Grant, he loves the the thirteenth data point. You know, he thinks that. What that is,
3: could we talk English here, please? No, no, I love that. No, I, what I, does thirteenth data point mean? Thirteenth game. Thirteenth. I thanks, just,
2: thanks for the thanks for the translation. I just I just love the fact that they call it that instead of the league title game. Uh, is because uh, I don't think that that was the end all be all. I think first of all we have we've had two CFP uh, games, title games. You know, and one, uh, the Big 12 got in and one they didn't. And, one, and the one they did they were very close. Was the reason they didn't get in last time because the fact that they didn't have that uh, that championship game? You know, I certainly think I was a factor. They certainly indicated that. But one of the messages they also sent was they didn't like the fact that they played such crummy non-conference schedules. You know? Absolutely. And see, Absolutely. to me, that's the thing. And I talked to Bob Bowlesby about that. I, I'm sure you have as Kevin, well, to name drop all
3: podcasts Hey, podcast listen, Kirk long? said
2: Bob Bowlesby first. OK, uh, I talked to him about that and said, you know, can't you go to these people and say you've all got to upgrade your non-conference schedules across the board? Everybody's got to play one power five conference school at least and no and no more of these FCS teams. No more of those. They'll and, all
3: be calling Vanderbilt.
2: And Bob said that, he, oh, I, I can't do that. You know, that's not you know, my purview to do that type of thing. Which is crazy. Uh, I, he he can do that. Of course he can. He can say, we got to beef this thing up. Isn't that really the way to, you have to go, is, is non-conference scheduling?
0: And they have done that. They have mandated that you must play. It doesn't affect your existing uh, schedules. And uh, Oh, thank God. Did. I was afraid
1: they were going to cancel Baylor, Northwestern State next year. Ed <laughs> Lamar. Oh, my hey, God.
0: They, Woo! Uh, yes, yeah, an incarnate word out of that Jerry. So. How about that
1: first weekend next year? Sorry to hijack this. Florida State, Ole Miss... Uh, what Houston, uh, uh, USC Alabama? I'll give Texas credit for Notre Dame and Baylor Northwestern State. Yeah, there you. I'm going. It. I'm going to that one. <laughs>
0: and Houston Oklahoma. Well, yeah, yeah, right there too. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah,
2: right. Of course, I don't think that Oklahoma thought that Houston was going to be this good yeah. when they scheduled that game.
1: Uh, Northwestern State's tough in September, though. Yeah, very tough.
2: It's it, you know, it's very difficult for me to to make the. It might argu- be
3: cold in Chicago that day. It's not that Northwestern. Oh, oh okay. Because
2: it, one of the things we say in the Big 12's defense is that they play around robin. You play you play nine conference games, and, and you know and, and you don't play that many in the SEC. You don't play that many in any other conference. So that's that's to me a, a very good thing. And I said as long as they would beef up their non conference schedules, I think that a lot of this argument uh, against the fact that the Big Twelve doesn't have a conference championship ship game would go away, and I asked, as long as we're dropping names here, uh, I, I, asked our, I asked our old friend Bill Hancock. You know, would the committee uh, does the committee consider it a detriment to the to the Big Twelve that it doesn't have a conference championship game? Does it need to have one? Do you think there is going to be a revolt from these other schools, these other conferences? And he said, you know, th- that's up to them. If they don't want to have one, we're not going to we're not going to grade against them if they don't. So,
0: but it did penalize them. I don't think there is any question that it did. The first year. And I, and I think they think it. And I don't know, some of the – just the straw poll of some of the ADs I've talked to, it, it doesn't sound like it's a, a deadlock sense that they're going to put one in, which surprises me, as I mentioned the money earlier. You know, and some of these schools that – well, I'm not going to be in the championship game anyway, so I'll take a check for $3.5
2: Are you really getting a check? Because here's the thing that I remember from the old days from the conference championship games was that I I used to hear that – they were not making money. If you were going to the conference championship game, by the time you paid for your band and paid for all your expenses and everything, you were probably lucky to break even.
0: Well, I thought it was about half a million. They weren't getting rich off, off of that. But uh, I do think – and Boltzmann told us in San Antonio last week that he thought it, it could make up $25, 30000000 So I'm just taking that at face value. And the other thing as far as expansion, do you get a bigger contract? From uh, ESPN and ABC, if you add two schools, or does that just depend on the market? So let's
3: let's cut to the chase. Will we be sitting here for the next four, or five years having this discussion, or is or is there going to be a solution to this?
2: Solution to what?
3: The, the Big Twelve, the, the ten team Big Twelve. Everything, David. Warren. So you you think a solution is they have to? Go I, to the I don't 12. know. I'm asking. Or, or is this going to be an ongoing discussion that we can have? pick a week and we can have this discussion. I think
2: if he's going to stick by these three things, if Oops. he really has to have these if he has to have these three things answered, it's not going to happen because the, the LHN is not going to go away. What if he goes away? What if he takes his what if he takes his school, well, packs that's,
3: up that's and, and, and goes somewhere?
2: I think that I think he's trying to use this as leverage against the rest of the league to get what he wants. If he doesn't get what he wants, then he'll start investigating things. You know, there's supposedly a standing invitation from the Big 10 uh, for Oklahoma.
3: But isn't there an academic problem with that? Uh, Kirk, isn't there an academic problem with that? Are they not a member of the AAU or whatever? Oh, no
0: question. No question, Barry. I think they, they obviously, uh, they were, they took Nebraska and they lost their AAU standing. So, but they were accepted before that happened. So I definitely think that would be an issue. And then are they obligated to take Oklahoma State as they would have been when they were flirting with the Pac-12? So, and, you know, my thing is, why does Oklahoma want to leave? You're making a lot of money. And you have a better chance of getting into the CFP uh, in a in a weaker 10-team conference than you do the Big Ten or the SEC. So I don't get why they want to leave unless you just want to be a a big fish in a in a bigger pond.
3: Well, but they wouldn't be a bigger a big fish in a bigger pond. They'd be a smaller fish in the Big right. Ten pond. Uh, I mean, But now, I think they're flexing their muscles. They, they have the team.
1: Well, they see Texas is down, right? Right, right. And they're going to stomp on them as they get back to that age-old resentment, right? Get to, can we
3: get a uh, WWE reference here?
1: Oh, stomp a mud hole, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> stomp right. a mud hole.
2: Right. Uh, no, I do think there's a – to me, there's no question that that he is trying to uh, – it's a little bit of a power grab here. He's mm-hmm. trying to fill that vacuum left by Texas, and, and why not? You know, uh, That's been the perception all along that Texas was running the Big 12. It ran the, the Southwest Conference. And so somebody else needs to step in and do that. I don't think there's any question about that. And in, in trying to get some things done. I, I you know, I, I'm not sure that David Boren really wants to take Oklahoma someplace else. But, you know, it doesn't ever hurt to have that leverage and to say that we we have these other offers and, and we need to do some things our way. I think he does. I think he wants to follow a traditional
1: Oklahoma path and go west. Pac-10. You think he wants to go west? Like, yeah. Remember, you know, the old Dust Bowl, everybody wants Dust to go west? Dust Bowl. I'm that, serious.
2: Yeah, there you go. No, I'm well, serious.
1: I, I think he wants the Pac-10. I'm dead serious.
0: I don't think uh, the Big Ten would really want them. And how many TV sets are they going to bring from Oklahoma? When you look at Big mm-hmm. Ten's last round of uh, realignment or expansion, they took Maryland Rutgers because of the TV market. Well, you,
3: you, the, the only big market, the big markets you might bring, you might bring Dallas with you because yes. da- Dallas, Dallas sure. is, we're right down right. the road. Maybe a little Houston, so uh, that that's a little, I think, right. uh, uh, cachet to bring with you. But does but, the SEC
0: right. does the SEC want Oklahoma buried? I mean, why would they? They're they're plenty strong enough, right? If you stick them in the West. Oh my God, I hate to think what pr- a And yeah. They they probably you know, like,
2: realign at that point. Uh, I would think, and you take some of them out of the West now, which no one would mind.
0: Yeah. That. Plus, I don't
3: think uh, Alabama needs to want is looking forward to going to Oklahoma to recruit because there's. The Alabama wants to come to Texas to recruit.
2: But you know, one of the things that I uh, read in uh, in Bruce L. Craig's very uh, informative uh, story, <laughs> what is that? okay, go Bruce ahead. is a personal PR person, uh, was that you know it's it's not just about TV sets though. You know that, that the network or ESPN and is are also concerned about about quality and they're and they're wanting to have good. Uh no. good program. No, no, no. That's what the TV this, people this, are saying. Th- that's
3: a, that's, this is a network that puts on bowl game after bowl game after bowl Made up
1: bowl the games. The Bahamas that,
2: Bowl. I mean, they're no. interested yeah. in quality? Yeah, and how well is ESPN doing right now? Not well. Not well. So maybe it, they want to improve their TV. No, their, because uh, their t- young people, TV. Some,
3: your children and your grandchildren are not... Buying into the cable
2: phenomenon, right? So uh, you know, so that's why they want to improve what they're putting on the on the TV. But I, that, I'm just telling you what these TV media analysts are saying. All right, is that not your field? Are you not yes, a media but, analyst?
3: But you're you're telling you're telling me things you read in the San Antonio paper that they talked to. Uh, analysts, let's.
2: Have let's, you talked to any lately about no. that? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, so good. But, but, so you haven't talked to those people? And but this I, guy I has, don't have. I know, I, know,
3: I know. what th- they're, they're, not, they're This is what they're thinking. They need to reconnect. The big thing now is is not even ca- it's not even cable anymore. Anyway. ESPN is now talking about their internet product, their e three ESPN three, whatever it is. Um, they can get that. They need to put on quality games. They, they can. They've got
2: to. Oh! Spot. Oh! 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 oh quality games. Yeah. So maybe that's what Oklahoma would provide, a quality well, game. But, but that's what I just he, said.
3: Okay, but here's the here's the here's the point. ESPN also has a long-term contract with the Big 12, too. Correct? Correct. Yes. So,
2: if Oklahoma leaves, what does it do to that contract, sir? I, I, there's no question about it. there's lots of things that have to be worked out lots here lots of moving parts. But what I'm what you just you just confirmed what we made the point about. No. Boy, no, I'm no, kidding. you, you plus, wanna... plus you just admitted that you haven't talked to any of these if people you want, and someone if, else has.
3: Because I I believe me in my sleep I could talk to these people and get more <laughs> more inf- more information. If, if you're going to I I telling Bruce you take, said that. If you take if you if you take if you take a team a quality team out of the Big 12 that's going to lessen the impact of the Big yes. 12. Okay? There's, there's also they also have an investment in the Big okay, 12. Okay, well, we've heard
2: enough of you. All right. uh, there's also the question of if, if the Big 12 goes under 10 teams, that, that invalidates the contract.
3: <laughs> under 10? Te- what are they going to have? Six teams? Or is it going to be the Big 6? No, six I'm just saying if back, Oklahoma left. They it, were the Big the, were The, the big border six. conference. Go back yeah, to well, then, Well, if Oklahoma leaves, they can bring in Houston. The Mo Valley. Houston and SMU. That was a are great we? basketball yeah. conference, by the way. That's right. It well, certainly not. was. Tremendous basketball. Tremendous. That's what
1: Texas is, a basketball school now.
2: Well, you know, this is the basketball league, pal. Texas
3: a and a basketball school, right. people will tell you now, too. The whole conference
2: you know, maybe, maybe we're going about this all the wrong way. Maybe we should be talking about basketball instead What's of football. All <laughs> the time. Kirk went to sleep on us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I went to call some analysts for y'all. I was <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Good for you. Good for Mr. Research right there. Hey,
0: I, you know what? Really, really, what the answer to this whole thing is that, yeah, I, I know David Bourne likes to be the big dog. He always has, and I don't blame him, but – what the big 12 needs is Texas to be good again I mean that that's that's you know Well, it needed Texas time, and but Oklahoma
2: but Oklahoma is back now and Oklahoma's doing great.
0: How long yeah, but,
3: uh, Kirk how long before Texas is good again? Tell us
0: Oh not not for a couple of years at least you know Charlie's barely hanging on to his job with a what 32 ranking and recruiting and so I know who his quarterback is is his running back coach left yesterday. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of uh, a lot of chaos going on in Austin still. And basketball, Shaka's Smart lost Cam really. It's going to be an uphill fight just to get in the NCAA tournament, much less win anything there. Well, you're so sp- he's probably you- a couple years away too.
3: You're a columnist. You're really smart, like Kevin. Uh, tell us what what needs to be done.
0: Well, you need to find a quarterback for one thing. Shaka's going to get it done. I think. I think uh, with his recruiting style and what he uh the way he plays i think he's going to get players here but you, know, you got to be in the ncaa tournament to be relevant you know he's got to win nine games finish 500 just to to get in the tournament so you know if he doesn't do that this is i wouldn't say it's a lost season but you know it, it, he's he's a couple three years away and with texas football i mean where do you start i don't know if charlie's going to get it done or not but i think next year's a make or break year and and if it's broken, then you're right back at scratch. So, you know, they may be two, three, four, five years away from being Texas again. So
2: what do they if, – if Charlie wins eight games next year, is he okay?
0: I think so. I think they're looking for progress. And the difference between Mac at the end and Makovic before that, you know, they want Charlie to succeed. I think, you know, they were tired of Mac at the end. They thought he'd gotten stale. You know, they wanted Macovic gone. But they're in Charlie's Corner no matter what you read, and they want him to succeed. That's why you have the president flying to Tulsa to hire an assistant coach.
1: Boy, was that embarrassing,
0: by the way, for a university? Oh, no, it was not.
1: That was, I mean, that was like something Northwestern State would do. That was terrible.
2: You're really picking on Northwestern
1: State. I know. I'm <laughs> sorry. They're probably a good school. University president doesn't have anything better to do than than, you know. Wow, that was embarrassing.
0: Well, here's a guy that's not up to speed on athletics, Jerry, and that's yeah. why. He's kind of a lost soul wandering in the wilderness and trying to get up to speed as fast as he can, and and it's not fast enough. And and see, that's the other thing. You got I mean, did he pick up coffee for everybody on the way?
1: <laughs> I think God. he did. I think they stopped in Waco to Starbucks. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I think so.
2: let me ask you this about about Mike Perrin, who's the athletic director, and who was who was supposedly the interim athletic director, and then given what a was it a four year deal he signed uh,
0: there? Yeah, two year, two year full time deal, two year full time, the rest deal. of this
2: year. So, yeah. so did they do that to, to, to kind of allay some fears about Charlie because they knew everybody knew that Mike was in uh, Charlie's corner.
0: I think a little bit, but even more so. I think Greg Finvis is. Is, uh, you know, he wasn't like Bill Powers immersed in athletics and sports, you know, uh, by nature. And I think he wanted it off his plate. I think, you know, he'd heard nothing but Steve Patterson and Charlie Strong and what's wrong with both of them for the last six months. So he said, I'm just going to name this guy permanent for a while and get it off my plate. So otherwise, if you're Texas, you got to go get the best person available. And instead, you hire a trial attorney who's, you know, who played at Texas and, Loves Texas and lost his friend, and everything of like that. But I don't know yet if he's equipped to do this job or not, because I know he's not very visible, and he sure doesn't have David Bourne's clout. You know that.
2: Yeah it's a it's a very uh, it's a very bad time for for UT uh, from that standpoint, because not only do you you know it's, it's one thing when you're trying to come back against Oklahoma, you know you're 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 competing against Oklahoma every year. That's hard enough. But now you've got. Baylor doing well and recruiting really well right now. you got TCU doing well. Now you've got Houston coming up. Houston's uh, is improved Houston. its recruiting. It's hard to believe, isn't it? Unbelievable. But it's unbelievable. And, and all of these schools that I just mentioned, I believe, and I don't always believe in Rivals.com rankings or anybody's recruiting rankings. But right now I believe all of those schools have a higher ranking in this coming class than Texas does.
0: And what does that tell you? It's in disarray. Absolutely. That's why they keep, why they keep showing the Vince Young Rose Bowl. Well, <laughs> I think it's coming on again in about ten minutes,
3: <laughs> Give it give us give us give Longhorn fans uh, uh something to be optimistic about and uh also make Aggie fans uh upset. What what what, what what's the next good thing to happen to Texas football?
0: Because I think uh, uh Kevin Sumlin is in just as much uh, uh deep trouble as Charlie Strong. So it only have to be negative uh, reinforcement. I, I don't know if I have anything positive for it. They did beat Baylor at the end of the year. Yes, they Oklahoma. did. Yes, they did. So, you know, how do you beat Bader in Oklahoma and you don't go to a bowl game is beyond me. But uh, I don't know. I don't think Charlie's completely won over the high school coaches either. He's, he's not like Mac, the ultimate politician and baby kisser. And, you know, he uh, you know kissed up to the high school coaches every chance he got from the moment he got out of bed in the morning. And I don't think Charlie's of that ilk. So he's still learning on the job, at least on this job. And I think
2: he, yes, and besides those the schools we mentioned a while ago, here's a guy who is really uh, up t- or is tight with all the high school coaches, Chad Morris at SMU. And, yeah, and and you know they're not having a bad recruiting year considering how bad their season was. So that's another guy that Charlie's got to recruit against that's going to make some problems for him. So
0: yeah, this but is, here's well, the is, Texas won more games than SMU last. Year. Yeah, there you <laughs> they, go. They did,
3: and and don't you think if Charlie Strong is recruiting against Chad Morris, there's something a little weak about the players right now that Charlie Strong is going
2: in. Well, that to. could be. I, I don't know who he's recruiting against, but I, I do know that they're having a pretty good recruiting year despite the fact they only won, what, two games? So, yeah, uh, yeah it's a, it's he a knows lot of problems. Every,
1: well, Chad, he knows everybody. He Just does. look at that Clemson team. You can see what kind of recruiter he is. Absolutely,
2: yeah. absolutely. Well, Kirk, uh, we're, we're running out of time here. We as, Once again, it's great to have you on. It's always great to have the great Kirk Bowles on with us. We appreciate it. Uh, come back and see us once again real soon. You promise?
0: My pleasure,
2: guys. Kirk, tune in when we
0: we're
3: going to talk to Jerry Fraley about Ranger Baseball. That's a podcast you wait. you don't want to miss.
2: That's that's absolutely right. Bye. See ya.